Hello and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 79 and we are going to start off with Numbers chapter 19 verse 1 to chapter 22 verse 1. Here we go. Now the Lord said to Moses and to Aaron, this is the statute of the law which the Lord has commanded. Tell the people of Israel to bring to you a red heifer without defect, in which there is no blemish, and upon which a yoke has never come. And you shall give her to Eleazar the priest, and she shall be taken outside the camp and slaughtered before him. And Eleazar the priest shall take some of her blood with his finger, and sprinkle some of her blood toward the front of the tent of meeting seven times. And the heifer shall be burned in his sight. Her skin, her flesh, and her blood with her dung shall be burned. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet stuff and cast them into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Then the priest shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterwards he shall come into the camp, and the priest shall be unclean until evening. He who burns the heifer shall wash his clothes in water and bathe his body in water, and shall be unclean until evening. And a man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and, and deposit them outside the camp in a clean place, and they shall be kept for the congregation of the people of Israel, for the water for impurity, for the removal of sin. And he who gathers the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. And this shall be to the people of Israel, to the stranger who sojourns among them, a perpetual statute. He who touches the dead body of any person shall be unclean seven days. He shall cleanse himself with water on the third day and on the seventh day, and so be clean. But if he does not clean, cleanse himself on the third day and on the seventh day, he will not become clean. Whoever touches a dead person, the body of any man who has died and does not cleanse himself, defiles the tabernacle of the Lord, and that person shall be cut off from Israel. Because for the water, because the water for impurity was not thrown upon him, he shall be unclean. His uncleanness is still on him. This is the law when a man dies in a tent. Everyone who comes into the tent and everyone who is in the tent shall be unclean seven days. And every open vessel which has no cover fastened upon it is unclean. Whoever in the open field touches one who is slain with a sword, or a dead body, or a bone of a man, or a grave, shall be unclean seven days. For the unclean they shall take some ashes of the burnt sin offering, and running water shall be added in a vessel. Then a clean person shall take hyssop, and dip it in the water, and sprinkle it upon the tent, and upon all the furnishings, and upon the persons who were there, and upon him who touched the bone, or the slain, or the dead, or the grave. And the clean person shall sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day, and on the seventh day, Thus on the seventh day he shall cleanse him, and he shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and at evening he shall be clean. But the man who is unclean and does not cleanse himself, that person shall be cut off from the midst of the assembly, since he has defiled the sanctuary of the Lord, because the water for impurity has not been thrown upon him, he is unclean, and it shall be a perpetual statute for them. He who sprinkles the water for impurity shall wash his clothes, and he who touches the water for impurity shall be unclean until evening, and whatever the unclean person touches shall be unclean, and anyone who touches it shall be unclean until evening. And the people of Israel, the whole congregation, came into the wilderness of Zin on the first month, and the people stayed in Kadesh, and Miriam died there and was buried there. Now there was no water for the congregation, and they assembled themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people contended with Moses and said, Would that we had died when our brethren died before the Lord. Why have you brought the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness, that we should die here, both we and our cattle? And why have you made us come up out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place? It is no place for grain or figs or vines or pomegranates. There is no water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord said to Moses, Take the rod and assemble the congregation, you and Aaron your brother, and tell the rock before their eyes to yield its water. 
So you shall bring water out of the rock for them. So you shall drink to the congregation and their cattle. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly to together before the rock. And he said to them, Hear now, you rebels, shall we bring forth water for you out of this rock? And Moses lip, lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his rod twice. And water came forth abundantly, and the congregation drank and their cattle. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe in me, to sanctify me in the eyes of the people of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. These are the waters of Meribah, where the people of Israel contended with the Lord, and he showed himself holy among them. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Adam. Thus says your brother Israel, You know all the adversity that has befallen us, how our fathers went down to Egypt, and we dwelt in Egypt a long time, and the Egyptians dealt harshly with us and our fathers. And when we cried to the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and brought us forth out of Egypt. And here we are in Kadesh, a city on the edge of your territory. Now let us pass through your land. We will not pass through field or vineyard. Neither will we drink water from a well. We will go along the king's highway. We will not turn aside to the right hand or to the left until we have passed through your territory. But Edom said to him, you shall not pass through lest I come out with sword against you. And the people of Israel said to him, we will go up by the highway, and if we drink of your water, I and my cattle, that I will pay for it. Let me only pass through on foot, nothing more. But he said, You shall not pass through. And Edom came out against them with many men and with a strong force. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage through his territory, so Israel turned away from him. And they journeyed from Kadesh, and the people of Israel, the whole congregation, came to Mount Hor. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron at Mount Hor, on the border of the land of Edom, Aaron shall be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter the land which I have given to the people of Israel, because you rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son, and bring them up to Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garments, and put them upon Eleazar his son. And Aaron shall be gathered to his people, and shall die there. Moses did as the Lord commanded, and they went up Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garments, and put them upon Eleazar his son. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain, and when all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, all the house of Israel wept for Aaron thirty days. When the Canaanite, the king of Arad, who dwelt in the Geb, heard that Israel was coming by the way of Arathim, Atharim, he fought against Israel and took some of them captive. And Israel vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If thou wilt indeed give this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Israel and gave over the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them and their cities. So the name of the place was called Hormah. From Mount Hor they set out by way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom, and the people became impatient on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we loathe this worthless food. Then the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many people of Israel died. And the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten when he sees it shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and set it on a pole, and if a serpent bit any man, he would look at the bronze serpent and live. And the people of Israel set out and encamped in Oboth. And they set out from Oboth and encamped at Ie Arabim, Arabim, on the wilderness in the wilderness, which is opposite Moab, toward the sunrise. 
From there, they set out and encamped in the valley of Zered. And from there, they set out and encamped on the other side of the Arnon, which is in the wilderness that extends from the boundary of the Amorites. For the Arnon is the boundary of Moab between Moab and the Amorites. Wherefore, it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, Waheb and Sufa in the valleys of the Arnon and the slope of the valleys that extend to the Sea of Ar and leans to the border of Moab. And from there, they continued to beer. That is the well of which the Lord said to Moses, gather the people together and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song, spring up a well, sing to it. The well which the princes dug, which the nobles of the people delved with the scepter and with their staves. And from the wilderness, they went on to Matanah and from Matanah to Nahaliel and from Nahaliel to Bamath and from Bamath to the valley lying in the region of Moab by the top of Pisgah, which looks down upon the desert. Then Israel sent messengers to Sihon, the king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn aside into field or vineyard. We will not drink the water of a well. We will go by the king's highway until we pass through your territory. But Sihon would not allow Israel to pass through his territory. He gathered all his men together and went out against Israel to the wilderness and came to Jahaz and fought against Israel. And Israel slew him with the edge of the sword and took possession of his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok as far as to the Ammonites. For Jazar was the boundary of the Ammonites. And Israel took all these cities, and Israel settled in all the cities of the Amorites, in Heshbon and all its villages. For Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and taken all his land out of his hand, as far as the Arnon. Therefore the ballad singers say, Come to Heshbon, let it be built, let the city of Sihon be established. For fire went forth from Heshbon, flame from the city of Sion. It devoured Ar of Moab, the lords of the heights of the Arnon. Woe to you, O Moab, you are undone, O people of Chemosh. He has made his sons fugitives and his daughters captives to an Amorite king, Sihon. So their posterity perished from Heshbon, as far as Dibon, and we laid waste until fire spread to Mediba. Thus Israel dwells in the land of the Amorites. And Moses sent out a spy, sent to spy out Jazer, and they took its villages and dispossessed the Amorites that were there. Then they turned and went up by the way of Bash to Bashan, and Og the king of Bashan came out against them, he and all his people, to battle at Edre. But the Lord said to Moses, Do not fear him, for I have given him into your hand, and all his people and his land, and you shall do to him as you did to Sion, the king of the Amorites, who dwelt at Heshbon. So they slew him and his sons and all his people, until there was not one survivor left to him, and they possessed his land. Then the people of Israel set out and encamped in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan at Jericho. All right, now for Psalm 79. O God, the heathen have come into thy inheritance. They have defiled thy holy temple. They have laid Jerusalem in ruins. They have given the bodies of thy servants to the birds of the air for food, the flesh of thy saints to the beasts of the earth. They have poured out their blood like water round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them. We have become a taunt to our neighbors, mocked and derided by those round about us. How long, O Lord, wilt thou be angry forever? Will thy jealous wrath burn like fire? Pour out thy anger on the nations that do not know thee, on the kingdoms that do not call on thy name. For they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his habitation. Do not remember against us the iniquities of our forefathers. Let thy compassion come speedily to meet us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God, of our salvation, for the glory of thy name. Deliver us and forgive our sins for thy name's sake. Why should the nations say, where is their God? 
Let the avenging of the outpoured blood of thy servants be known among the nations before our eyes. Let the groans of the prisoners come before thee. According to thy great power, preserve those doomed to die. Return sevenfold into the bosom of our neighbors the taunts with which they have taunted thee, O Lord. Then we, will, then we, thy people, the flock of thy pasture, will give thanks to thee forever. From generation to generation, we will recount thy praise. Finally, we have Mark chapter 10, verses 1 to 31. And he left there and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan, and the crowds, crowds gathered to him again and again, as was his custom, he taught them. And Pharisees came up in order to test him and asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce and put her away. But Jesus said to them, For your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man, let not man put asunder. And in the house of the disciples, he asked him again about this matter. And he said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And they were bringing children to him that he might touch them and the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, let the children come to me. Do not hinder them for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands upon them. And as he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. Do not kill. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, all these things I have observed from my youth. And Jesus, looked upon him, looking upon him, loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. At this his countenance fell, and he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the, enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were exceedingly astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but with God for all things are possible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. Peter began to say to him, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left his left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel, who will not receive a hundredfold now in his time, in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many that are first will be last and the last first. That's everything for today. Have a wonderful day. Bye for now.